And I changed my mindset to I'm a runner to I run. And with that, I believe Christ really like gave me the identity that I truly needed, you know, rather than the, the identity that I thought I needed or wanted. Welcome to the Limitless Level Podcast. My name is Brendan Kearney, and each week I'll bring you insights, tips, and strategies on developing your mindset, fitness performance, and your well-being. It is my mission to empower others to step into their potential and own their lives. I believe self-awareness is the key to self-mastery, and when you master yourself, you can master any area of your life. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Friday, August the 6th, and coming at you live with another interview. And this is round two with my fitness friend, Jacob Chinuradzo. Now, if you recall, if you've been following any of my uh, podcasts, you'll know that Jacob was actually my first interviewee. Um, Back in December, I believe, when I started uh, launching this podcast series. So I'm really looking forward to this and see how far Jacob has really come over the last six or seven months, uh, eight months or so in his faith and fitness journey. For those of you who, who aren't familiar with Jacob, he is a young man who moved to Canada at an early age and he has really been pursuing um, his love for fitness and discovering his talents and developing his faith in the Lord and just finding ways to use his gifts to share with the world. And that's what he's going to uh, lay out this afternoon in this episode. So Jacob, welcome back. Hey, Brennan. Thanks, man. You're on point with the introductions always. (laughs) Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, Jacob, we'll just kick off uh, a few quick little questions. Just get the ball rolling uh, for uh, the audience to get to know you. So um, first off, uh, what are you grateful for in your life recently? Uh, Like always, I think I'm just grateful for uh, having a beating heart. You know, there are many people out there that don't... um, I guess life has a different uh, road for them, right? Um, And you just never know. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just grateful to be just doing what I love. Yeah, especially doing what I love, I think, too. Um, You know, in my field, um, in my field of work and out of my field of work, you know, I, I do things that I really enjoy, you know, through the heart rather than mentally just kind of getting through it, you know. So, yeah, just those. I think there's a couple of things or many more, but I think those are the top things I think I'm truly grateful for as of right now. Awesome. What inspires you right now? Probably the Canadian team right now uh, in Tokyo. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, probably literally just that, like I've been watching a lot of Olympics and, um, um, you know, it, it's funny too. Like I remember watching the Olympics as a young, like I say young, but it was literally like 2012. So that's probably like way before high school. So, and like, 
you know, I've watched a bunch of stuff like that and that gets me going in that and it's just neat. But, you know, ever since then, I've watched like most of the Olympics, like Rio and everything. Right. And and obviously, thank goodness for technology of going back to, you know, 1968 or, you know, when they were in Switzerland and all those other Olympic villages and that stuff. Right. So but but no, I've been really focusing on, you know, Team Canada and just seeing like their journey through everything like that's just that's awesome. Like it's it's literally worth getting up at like six o'clock in the morning and just watching like you know some of the events like 5ks and all that like I mean I'm into the running a lot more but I mean I've even like when it first started I was watching swimming and like I was actually pretty intrigued of that even I was just kind of like oh I'm watching swimming and that right like I wouldn't step foot in the pool anyway myself unless if it was for training but (laughs) other than that yeah man like I'm just I'm just motivated of how of what's going on in the world, you know, because they weren't, the Olympics weren't supposed to go on, but I mean, whether that was like financially a burden on like the country that was hosting or hosting it, you know, like, I mean, I still see like, you know, the whole protests and everything side of it, but I'm really glad that they were able to get out and about, you know, like, even if there was no fans, like, I can't imagine that, you know, like it's, you know, and I look at I look at it too as like in a more motivating way because it's like when they're out in the field, you know, whether they're playing soccer or they're out, you know, rock climbing or something, like it's like there's no fans. And it's just kind of like I feel like that would be the like embodiment of someone actually just having a training session, you know, because there's no fans around when you're training, you know, like the hard work is done behind the curtain, you know, like everyone gets to see all your work when you're coming out of the curtain and just, you know, you get to perform. Right. So I think if you're able to apply everything that you can behind the curtain, like once you come out of that, like, I think it's just muscle memory and it's just the only thing that's different. is just a bunch of cheering people. Right. And you, you basically tune out the tunes anyway, because it's like so loud, you know, Rio is crazy and London and that, but I think it's just really neat seeing athletes just, kill it like without fans you know it doesn't matter they're still doing what they love doing at their best right so I totally agree it is truly inspiring and to be honest I haven't watched the Olympics at all um, myself I don't know why I it's because I just watched the CrossFit games I I was actually Mm. getting into that and it was started around the same time as the Olympics and I thought okay it's just too much to handle I'm gonna hear about it from other people and it is very inspiring the athletes and like you said like it is so inspiring to see them perform i've always been inspired by their performance level and it's and i know like you're like me it just stirs something inside of you and 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 makes you want to go out and train you know your butt off um just for yourself no you know when no one's even watching like you said and it's like that preparation behind the scenes that no one sees that you're doing, but, you know, the more, you know, we are athletic and in our activities, you know, we know what it takes and it is very inspiring to see that come out into the limelight and just see that awesome performance of the athletes and um, makes you want to be a better athlete yourself and, so that's the way I see it. And yeah, but yeah, the, you're right on with that. The Olympics are 
They are always very inspiring. I like the the winter ones better myself. Um, yeah. I, I like it, it into uh, snowboarding. I love watching the, you know, that. But it's it's nice yeah. to see all the different, you know, the talent and the skill that comes out of the Canadians and, and every other country. Right? Like, it's it's really neat. Even the small countries I find is really neat too because it's like, you know, they send a couple like Zimbabwe, like my country, like they sent like, I think four people, you know, out of like, there's like, I think, I don't know, like 20 million, I think in Zimbabwe, but it's, it's just kind of neat, you know, how the small countries too, like they still have a story. Right. And it makes it, it even more, it makes it even more profound when they're on the podium too. So it's neat. Yeah. Yeah, that is incredible. So, Jacob, what are a couple of fun facts about yourself? They could be a, a quirk, a, a superpower, um, just a few off the top of your head. Uh, honestly, like if I had a superpower now that you said it, I'd probably be invisible so I can like, you know, get into like places for free and stuff. <laughs> That's probably the quirkest thing. Um, no, like, I mean um i mean i've been in i've been on an injury like i've had an injury for at least six months now i'd say five months because i've been like actually training a little bit like to my i think standard these last couple weeks but um i've been biking so like i mean it's not much of a fun fact when you're biking a lot (laughs) because it's a lot more mentally but like i mean uh i've been i'm trying to tell myself that i'm not gonna love biking because I like I like running so much but then like I go out and bike and it's like ah dang it I really love it right so it's kind of like you know I feel like my running is just getting jealous (laughs) so but I mean (laughs) it can't speak so I mean at this moment I'm just gonna go back and forth with uh with my thoughts you know so I mean like if I had to choose to go outside for a run or bike it'd probably be a bike at the moment just because I'm like I'm not ready to like go at it for running but i mean i think it's neat because it's just it's just kind of paved the road into a new cross training so and i've been able to incorporate and um in myself and my program i've been able to establish a, a better foundation and i think in the next coming weeks and months that's what i'll be doing and um you know i'm just i'm ready to to um i'm ready to you know dig up the old soil you know that wasn't good and then I'm ready to put new soil in, you know, ready for a good foundation for new, uh, for new growth, for new things. So, and I think the biking has, uh, has done me well for that. But other than that, um, yeah, like, um, yeah. Not you have a superpower for making lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> you that <laughs> yeah. running injury and you find a love for cycling and you still get the benefits from it. Yeah, literally. So let's start off with maybe just go back into your early years. So you grew up in Zimbabwe. And and just uh, tell us a little bit about what that was like. Were you involved in fitness or athletics or, or, um, you know, spirituality in your Christian faith? Um, just kind of share a little bit about that and your transition to Canada. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, like we talked before, like, um, 
I came to like Canada, like when I was like five to six. So I can't take, I can technically say I grew up a little bit in Zimbabwe, but more so I couldn't remember as much. Um, so I'd say I grew up mostly in, uh, in Canada. So um, yeah, so my mom and yeah, my mom and I like moved to New Dublin. Right. So as a young kid, I was just brought here, you know, by the blessing of God. So um, yeah, so I mainly grew up in Canada. So, um, you know, as a kid, like I think I did nor what normal kids do, you know, kind of just get around and play outside a lot. So, um, you know, with that, like I, like I said, I've journeyed into um, establishing, you know, good growth in, um, in soccer and everything in that. And I did some track and field when I was really young and cross country too, actually, now that I think of it. Um, yeah. And at that age, you really can't like say you like it or not. <laughs> you kind of just do it because you're kind of, kind of good at it, you know, and then you kind of later on, you establish the fact that, you know, you either hate it or love it. So, and that's kind of like the moment when, uh, you know, you either stick with a good sport that you're really good at, or you're just going to find a different pathway. Right. So, um, you know, spiritually, I don't think I was, I was like, um, established in my roots, I think with Christ yet as a kid. Um, cause I, I don't know, <laughs> like I, I'd say it was later on into high school. Like I, uh, I started, um, you know, spiritually, I think connecting, um, you know, myself with, uh, with God and that. So, and that in itself is, you know, um, a mountain I've, I've, I've climbed many times. So, but, you know, with my younger years, you know, I, I, I grew up like most kids going to church, you know, uh, putting on the button ties and pants that you never like to wear and <laughs> just going. Right. So, and, and I, like I said, I think it's just a basis. Um, and, and from then on, like I said, it's a seed that my mom grew in me and, and I'm totally thankful for her doing that. Cause I do that myself now. Right. So, you know, yeah. And that's very interesting. You know, like it's, do you feel like uh, the spirit of Christ was always working in you some way? You just didn't know it at the time as a, as a kid. Were you aware of what was going on beneath that at all? Just God um, just working behind the scenes the whole time, you think? You know, like you, you kind of said it there where, um, where God was always kind of working, right? And, and that's what it is, though. You know, God is always, you know, he's always in the midst of everything, right? So um, you, you almost can, you can never... Um, not having an excuse of not realizing, you know, God's real. Cause you know, there's a lot of things that we're able to see, you know, um, of his work. Right. So, and, and for me, I think as a kid, like we go through, we go through our own journey, I think spiritually. Um, but it's, you know, God's always going to be there, you know, at the door opening it and it, it, it's going to always be your choice either. If you want to walk through, uh, you, you want to walk through life, you know, um, doing things yourself, I guess, um, you know, or doing things um, in the way God, um, you know, wants you, you know, to do it, you know, to help you and guide you through life, right? So I think for me, I just, I went, I, I did my own things, you know, in life for a while. 
and then I just sooner later got to a point where uh you know I was kind of like ah, all right I'm uh you know living living the way I was um you know it just wasn't it wasn't uh I wasn't thriving right so you know I think for me um you know God was kind of just kind of like hey you want to live a new life and uh you know, do you want to revive, you know, you, you do, do you want to restore, you know, I guess the lives I feel like you might've lost, you know, in the years and all that. So, you know, I was kind of like, all right, yeah. And then, you know, and, and it's funny though, but like, like you said, God is always at work. You know, I've always had like, um, older guys and that and friends and that to, to help me through that. Right. So even then, even, even then when I wasn't, you know, um, spiritually immature, I still had moments when um, I realized God was in the midst, you know, but I was still living another life, right? So, yeah, so I was, I was just ready to cut ties of uh, my old self and, um, and um, put forth new ties within my new self, you know, when, uh, when I sooner or later got mature with my spiritual life. And so what, time was this like how old were you when you decided to commit to your journey uh, in your faith you know i think i think uh it was probably in high school like i did say like oh you know i'll follow christ and um you know live the way he did but you know i still was living you know another life but i think i think you know spiritually when i was kind of like okay um was probably after high school you know um planning to go to the states and stuff for track and that so but that didn't happen so i ended up going to uh you know muskoka um which is like why i went to like a dis uh, disciplemanship um course kind of program thing it's called uh, youth with a mission so i ended up going there instead and uh and then that itself i think uh was my yes to uh changing my life you know and yeah and then ended up meeting my wife there and a lot of a lot of great people with with um with a great heart you know I met a lot of people that were just basically like me you know <laughs> wanted to do the same things and wanted to live the same life you know so it was easier when you have when you have people wanting to do the same things or thinking the same things you know in life as you you know, it was just easier to get through, um, I think, the tough times. You know, I, it wasn't like a vacation going there. Like, I definitely, I had to, I had to break some old habits, you know, and make new ones. And, and that, you know, me being there was, uh, was basically that moment, you know, it was like, all right, <laughs> what do I have to change, you know, in myself? Because it's, you can't, you know, it's, you, it, it's hard to it's hard to live it's hard to live a new life when you're still living in the past right so and that moment for me was was trying to to not live in the past as i was living in the present right so and that changed me there and in itself you know spiritually i think i had uh i think i had a lot of awakenings in that moment so that sounds yeah. very powerful jacob it's it was YWAM, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I, I you were telling me about it a while ago, and I heard about it. It just sounds like an incredible program uh, for younger 
um, adults, you know, like yourself, it, it is, I think it's definitely very powerful. So, and around this time of your life, it was, you were also going to school for fitness education and strength and conditioning, as well as some other um, aspects around fitness. Um, so just kind of share a little bit about that too, and, and maybe just where your fitness journey really started to open up and you really started to get into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was after, it was like a six month course. And then I ended up coming to live in North Bay and that. So, um, um, you know, through that in North Bay, I ended up getting connections, you know, with, um, you know, the college there. So I ended up going there for a two year course with strength conditioning. So, um, that, that opened up a lot of doors and that, um, it was neat too. Cause I think, I think, um, you know, I, I never thought I would want to really kind of do that kind of stuff in that, like strength conditioning and that. And it, it ended up being, um, you know, something I, um, that would have definitely helped me in the future. That's definitely going to help me in the future. Um, and yeah, like, I think just there, I think just the, the unexpectedness, um, and the curiosity, I think drove me to actually taking the steps, you know, and then with that, it, it all kind of, um, fell together, you know, cause, um, I didn't run for at least, you know, the whole time, I guess I was at YWAM and even after a little bit, I didn't. Um, so I ended up starting to run again in North Bay and that, so, um, yeah, so, and, you know, you live and learn because, you know, I started training by myself and that stuff and I never really got injured, but, you know, I started like training, uh, you know, I kind of started training without a basis and that stuff or a foundation. So, um, while on top of learning how to do like Olympic lifting and all that and the snatch and clean. So, um, yeah, like I knew what I was doing in the snatch and clean because I was, um, athletically, um, you know, like, uh, together to do that stuff. And, and then with, with the running, I was kind of just still kind of learning on that side. Right. So, but with the strength conditioning, it, it really helped me in that. So, and the coaches there too, were, uh, were really, were really good, you know, with us learning and that stuff. So, and yeah, I learned a lot with them. I, you know, I really wanted to know how to do it right. And, you know, and do my best at it. Right. And, and, and me realizing that and being close to the coaches and asking them questions and just being kind of like a guinea pig, you know, to, to people that are a lot more knowledgeable than you, you know? Um, and that's the thing, like I had to put aside pride and everything, you know, cause you know, a lot of people like to learn by themselves or, want to do the things by themselves but I was just like all right I gotta I gotta let that stuff go and just kind of be as close as I can to learn that you know and and with that I ended up you know um you know breaking some school records and that with Olympic lifting and yeah and that kind of says it all with how devoted I was with it you know in the meantime so it took a year it took two years obviously to do that but the basis and, and the foundation that you know I learned through that was was the being patient and I did it. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's very impressive, Jacob. And for those of you who, who don't know Jacob um, visually, um, he is, you know, he's he's a smaller, very, you know, lean young guy. I think you're what, 23, 24? Yeah, 23. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Jacob is, you know, he's he's a lean figure, doesn't, you know. Wouldn't classify him as a you know a lifter per se. If you look at him, um, look more like a, a sprinter maybe. But um, I think it's very cool because you found strength and conditioning to be so useful for your overall athletic performance. Is there anything else that it you found it improved in other areas of your life? Like what was the other um, carryovers if you can think of? Um, that's pretty good. I, I, I found most of it actually being like flexibility and stuff like, um, which is surprising. Cause I was just like, you have to be pretty flex- flexible to do like the snatch at least. Um, and the clean and jerk, like there's different variations you can do if you can't do the jerk, you know, but, um, or the split jerk, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, I found flexibility was something that was like in myself. I was like, wow, okay. I didn't know I was that flexible, right? To be able to do that stuff. Um, or um, I found my like, um, I don't, it's, it's probably not even called coordination, but like the reaction. Um, my uh, times were a lot quicker. And I found that like in my running, that was something um that i can incorporate into because there's not a lot of reaction like i guess things that you can say like put into running like with like the starts and that for 400 or 200 and that like that or stuff and that um or when uh you know the gun goes off and that so there's not much incorporation of that but i found like i've noticed that stuff is really like i paid attention to more um, but yeah, because, um, your reaction times have to be really like on point, you know, with especially lifting weights heavier than you, right. Whether, um, you fail a weight, you know, you have to learn to, to let it, to let it out in front of you or behind you or split and jerk. Right. So there's a lot of like quickness to it, a lot of speed aspects, you know, too, with that. So I found, I found like it was an overall overall game you know um i think a lot obviously it helped with my strength right so yeah like the amount of strength that i've you know gained from that was just you know incredible over the last two years right so think of doing that you know year by year right like your growth and gains is it's gonna be it's gonna be huge like even if it's not to the level that i was at even just a little bit of strength conditioning like like that it could really improve a lot of things for you as it did for me. That's amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I've been into some of those uh, lists that you mentioned and they are tough. They're, they're, they're very, very technical. And it's from what I understand, you're learning how to activate different muscle fibers, uh, the fast twitch, which are for, you know, the power and the strength. And then you have your slow twitch, which is like your, you know, endurance running per se. So 
to be able to activate all those different fibers, you're, you know, you're developing this overall level of better fitness performance. What you mentioned that was pretty interesting is the flexibility and strength that you develop flexibility in your strength and conditioning, or did you practice flexibility, like some sort of yoga outside of it to help with that? Or was it just kind of like, you just became more flexible through uh, it? Yeah, no, I never did anything like kind of flexible, flexibility work and that stuff and that. So yeah, I think it just literally came as it went you know and and honestly like i think in all sports you you have to be you have to be able you know in the moments when um you know when when being tense is gonna add up you know with running like um the more you can stay relaxed and flexible like the more the more you're gonna get out of your your running economy which is um which is how you run you know um and the more you can like stay relaxed with you know the strength conditioning the more the more i feel like you can focus on your lifts you know the more you can you can activate you know everything in your mind to to put out on that lift right so you know with that 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 just opened up with just a bunch of doors right through through just for literally just doing squats <laughs> squats and and different movements for power speed and strength like it it was incredible yeah so this sounds like not only strength and conditioning physically but mentally too right like this yeah. is you're you're training your mind you know to be calm so you can preserve all that mental energy and all that anxiousness all that tension for the split, you know, second of the lift where all the power and focus is needed, right? Instead of being all tense, coming up to the lift to build yourself up. You know, we see, we see, we see people in the gym do that with, you know, we see that all the time, but you're actually learning how to calm the mind to prepare for that you know, yeah. that lift or, you know, or that sprint off the starting line. Yeah, no, literally though. And no, you said it honestly. Like, I think, I think the cool thing too is mentally, um, mentally um, where each sport, each sport has a point where, you know, you physically have to, you have to pour out, all you can you know until and then like your muscles kind of you know take a toll to where your brain kind of needs to come in to to stimulate you know um the next movement like are you gonna like push yourself beyond that you know like because you know you're and that's what I kind of learned with strength conditioning um with the amount of volume that that you that you were put on with most of those weights like they're heavy weights Right. And, and I'm and you're lifting like for me, I'm lifting over like 100 pounds more. Well, not 100, but, but like at least 50 or 80 pounds more than what I weigh. And and that like that takes a toll mentally on you because like you're you're like I'm to the point being like, you know, 
I just kind of like lifted to the point where my body is like, oh man, but like my mind knows that like it can lift it. Right. And that thing is like, and that mindset and that state of mind is the same as any other sport. Um, so like, like running in that, like the same mindset goes as, you know, I have 50 meters left of maybe a 5k or 10k, you know, and like my body's like, oh man, I'm screwed, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm dying, you know, but your mind is just going to be like, all right, yeah, there's a little bit more, there's a little bit more, there's a little bit more, right? So, and that's basically sports, you know what I mean? Like when, when you're being competitive with other people, like it's, it's, it's like most, most people are pretty strong and in essence, you know, athletic gifting, but at the same time, it's, you can only have so much, you know, athletic gifting until, you know, you have to, you know, um, build your mindset to be stronger than, you know, your next competitor. Right. So, and, and that's what it kind of helped me through a lot lifting, you know, a lot of volume and that stuff and that. So, yeah. It's fascinating, Jacob. Uh, you can really get into the technicality of this. It's, <laughs> you can. Um, we can definitely go down the rabbit hole of that stuff because it, it is interesting and in the mind body coordination for the performance, you know. Um, so, going on the spiritual side, how, where did, christ um kind of work in you and and through you um to help you in your fitness journey uh i think um i believe for me um you know i was you know in a while a while ago you know even now kind of telling myself it was probably a while ago but you, you come to a point where it's like you can't you can't be the sport, like, you know, the sport is just something that you do, you know, but like, you know, you don't want people to describe you as just, you know, a runner or a lifter or a triathlete, you know, you want people to know, like, how you got there, what is your journey and how can, how can you learn from them, how, you know, and I changed my mindset to I'm a runner to I run. And with that, I believe Christ really like gave me the identity that I truly needed, you know, rather than the the identity that I thought I needed or wanted. Right. So I believe God just kind of rewired my mind throughout all these years and was kind of just like, all right, you know, you're not a runner. You know, I gave you that gift and I want you to use it to your capability, right, to help others or to guide others through that. And and I've I've met like the most randomest people just running like it's actually kind of crazy <laughs> or lifting too, you know, and and it's just like, wow, you know, and that's the enjoyment of it. You know, it's like once you know who you are, you know, you're able to be who you are. Right. And I was just able to do so much things, you know, once I knew like, OK, I'm not a runner. OK, cool. It's not the end of the world. if You, you don't go to the Olympics or you don't do that. Right. But obviously you're going to. I'll do everything I can in my power to do that. Right. But, and then it's like, at the end of the day, you know, like after training, like training is only like amount of hours I put into training is at least 30 hours plus. Right. Sometimes. But, and then, you know, there's still like at least like a good chunk of hours in that week. So it's like, you know, who are you after that? Right. So, and I think that's something I'm still growing and learning to be. So. 
That is very inspiring, Jacob. I really like that outlook. Um, it's you're not a runner, you run. Uh, you run with God. Yeah. You run. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's and you put it very clearly, you know, you don't identify yourself as um, a specialist in anything or, you know, but you have this foundation and it's pretty evident that, you know, when you're anchored in, you know, in Christ and, and, you know, you're developing your relationship with God here that, um, do you do you not feel that like yes you can be very successful in your athletic pursuits but um without christ in your life would you be fulfilled in it yeah yeah i know literally like it's no literally man like that's so true you know i was um reading watching a video but it's it's crazy to know think um but uh oh goodness what is the there's a documentary um about olympians that speaks about after the olympics but um it it you know not all of us are all in the olympics or anything but you know yeah uh, michael phelps spoke about like after the olympics man like i was just depressed and like it was just crazy how like most olympians and and people like that are like literally that's the high they get you know mentally that's what they 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 put all their work in and then after it's it's like the olympic blues you know and and that's that's so true for even a lot of people that may, might not be at that level right even amateur um and that and it's just it, it's like what are you gonna do after all the work you put in you know and it's like you need to and like I said, right, you really need to know yourself before you, before you dive into things like that, right? So, so you're able to, you're able to know your limit too, right? You, you're able to, um, to just work, you know, gently at the things gradually to your goals and that stuff, you know, and even after your goals, what, you know, what do you, what's your next thing that you're going to do, right? So no, you're right, man. And it's not just for athletes, but anyone, you know, anyone that's got maybe some fame behind them, maybe, you know, like some rock stars, you know, musicians, but yeah, you're talking about talented athletes, you know, football players, baseball players, even for an example, you know, a lot of them can go through that journey and be successful, but come out depressed, like you said, because it's like, oh, not what now, like, I'm sure a lot of these athletes do stumble upon a spiritual journey because of it. And it's almost like that, that, that journey is their savior that gets them out of that depression and into the light. Um, other than that, they use drugs and abuse themselves. Right. But even yeah. then, you know, like they can still, still find their way through a spiritual journey, um, whether it is, you know, with Christ, or yeah. through another religion, or just, you know, just to be open spiritually. Yeah, no, no, literally, man. And um, there was, there was actually a guy um, that I'm, it's like this little like devotion thing I've been looking at, but um, it's, it's like the journey, you know, to the Olympics, and it just states 
um, there was this United States uh, 3,000 meter steeplechase guy, and he, and, um, you know, he's from the States, and he just speaks about, like, you know, like, talking to God, you know, it sounds crazy, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's normal, like, I mean, the guy is just, he just, you know, he just states, you know, he's just like, yeah, man, like, when I run, like, I just go out and just, you know, I feel free. You know, I feel free spiritually and I'm able to just get my mind off the pain and that stuff and that, you know, and it, it like it really, it really does help you, you know, spiritually. It's just like another way of recovery, you know, and, and that's what I find like it is, you know, I'm able to just almost feel like the world, you know, stops, you know, when I'm able to just either listen to worship music or read worship uh, books and all that stuff and devotion you know spend time with my wife too and that stuff and it's just you know it just it just helps you mentally you know get off you know all the things that you you're trying to achieve and all that right and it just helps you recover it restores you you know so after that you're ready to just kind of go out again you know yeah I really like that you know, it makes, yeah, it, you really hit it on the ball there. Um, I notice when I go for like a long run, I won't even use earbuds. I'll just kind of listen yeah. to the wind. And that's my way of connecting with God. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, I take God with me. It's not like I get home and then, you know, do a devotional. Yeah. It's like, it's my way of like actually connecting, you know, with, with God. Um, I, I'm guessing it's, you're like that too. You can kind of just yeah. go, go on your own and, and be with your own thoughts and connect to, connect yeah, to no, God. Definitely, man. And like, honestly, I used to like listen to a lot of crazy music and that stuff, you know, like EDM and like, I mean, I listen to hardcore rock sometimes, like, like, I have a friend that like kind of showed me all this crazy rock stuff and I'm like oh yeah nice you know and like you know like people wouldn't think you listen to that stuff while you're running or training or that and like you know I I, I got to a point where it's just like man I need some like easy going stuff you know for a little bit you know and like <laughs> I started listening I think I told this to someone but I was like do you listen to scores I'm like what the heck is the score but it's like a score is like you know in a movie scene you know it's like the it's like the background music of like movie scenes and that stuff right so and if you like watch I, I watch something but if you watch a movie and it doesn't have like the background music it's a crappy movie man like it just it doesn't make it you know it's weird the whole atmosphere but and that's what I kind of did like I had to change my atmosphere on what I was doing like I, I train hard but like it's like I also kind of want to be in a relaxed state so I ended up finding, you know, pretty cool scores in that, like listen to classic music and all that. So, and it just, and it, yeah, and it just kind of helps me just kind of be a little bit in the moment rather than listening to stuff with lyrics and that, you know, cause you, you know, you just, you can only get motivated so much by that stuff. And then you kind of just have to change things up. And, and literally I found it and I told myself, I was like, it's okay to do that. You know, at some point I was just kind of like, people give that like kind of notion where it's like, Oh, you gotta listen hard course stop you got to do this and that right to do but it's like do what makes you feel comfortable in that moment right and then you're able to be comfortable in that moment right you're able to do what you can do right so and i find changing music and and things like that really help so yeah 
No, I agree too. And different genres of music or, or even no music, it gets overstimulating for me. Yeah. And so I, that's where I learned. It's like, Hey, I don't need music. I, you know, I can actually yeah. focus better without it. That's, I guess that's just where I evolved to where I didn't need it myself. So um, we're going to wrap this up. Um, so what would you say um, if you could briefly define your purpose for your fitness journey and what, what is your mission um, throughout your fitness and faith journey? Um, like what is it you want to share with the world? You know, I think it's, I think for me to define things is, I think it's okay to not be okay. You know, like, you know, going through life, it's okay. Like, you know, people, a lot of people kind of, you know, make a char- character being like, oh, it's this all the time. It's great. It's fancy. And it's always, you know, it's a good high all the time, whether it's through athletics or just life and living things. Right. But like, I think it's okay not to be all right for a day or a couple of days. And it's just like, ah, oh, you know, not feeling great or whatever or that like it's it's all right to feel like that you know and I feel like for me it's you know I found like for me it's like ah it's okay not to have a good day or it's okay to feel kind of blah or whatever right but I think for me I had to realize that so I'm able to be like oh okay you know what can I do to you know feel better what can I do to change my attitude and that stuff in the moment right so but for me I think um I think I'm just doing this, you know, um, I like to do it, obviously, um, like selfish ambitions, obviously, but, and then I think for the broader picture, I think it's, I think it's just the journey. I feel like for the people that I do meet, I just, it's an opportunity, you know, to speak up your testimony. And, and I think it's an opportunity to, to speak up your struggles, you know, in life. And, and that's, and that's, you know, what I do a lot when I meet a lot of people like that, you know, I'm just kind of like, it just ends up, you know, you don't have a set thing you're talking about, but it just ends up coming out, you know, you, I think, I think it's just being able to, you know, speak of what you've been through, you know, you know, um, obviously, you don't have to read, give them a whole book, right. But I think just the important stuff in life, or not even the important stuff, you know, it's good to just talk about with people and that. And, and I think for me, you know, with my journey, with how much people you meet in sports and that, I think for me, I, 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 I hope to be, you know, that, that person to do so, you know, to always chat and, and, and to always, you know, give a little bit of, of something. Cause you know, first Peter, it, it says, you know, your brother and sister are also going through the same thing right and nothing is new under the sun so like everyone's going through you know what you're going through but it's just in a different way and if you're able to speak it you know if you're able to let it out or to have conversations with people you know it they also you know realize wow all right well it's okay to not be okay like i'm you're you're going through the same thing too it's like oh sweet right and and it's just good to speak out like that right so and even with the happy stuff too, it doesn't always have to be the negative and all that stuff where you're going through, right? And being able to talk more, you know, with people is something really huge, you know, because 
a lot of people, I guess, don't talk a lot. So, and, you know, the more you bottle things up inside, you know, the more, the more I feel like, um, you know, people aren't going to be themselves. Right. So. I think that's one of the biggest, I've heard this before is the greatest fear that we have is being ourselves. Yeah. And it takes a lot of self-education, like exploring yourself, the depths of your soul to actually really know who you are, Mm. because you can't really be yourself, you know, if you don't really know yourself and it's through a spiritual journey, like the one we have uh, that we share together is you really get to discover yourself. You get to discover it through your potential with your fitness, but also the mental capacity and also the emotional discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, what you touched on was powerful is um, it's okay to be a human and express your vulnerability. Yeah. Um, I posted a quote the other day, uh, pride kills and humility rebuilds. So it's almost like we get that pride. It's we're human. Um, but that leads to the fall. And when we, you know, when we humble ourselves, um, we're able to rebuild and restore ourselves and, and, you know, allowing God in our life helps us do that, restore our soul and, and, and our mind and body. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, when it comes to this fitness pursuit, it's letting go of this feeling of needing to be superhuman and acknowledge that you're human. Because if you get too carried away with it, you and I know we've experienced this. You're obsessed with trying to outdo yourself or the competition. You got to one-up yourself from the last time. That's not always going to happen. Always. And so how do you handle that? You give your, you know, you got to give yourself some grace and, 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 and be humble and say, hey, you know what? Like, I'm a human and I have my downfalls here and there, and I'll have a you know a better uptime again. And it's those ebbs and flows, right? And just knowing that you know you're a human, you're a human being, not a human doing, I like to say. And yeah, I think when you when you just align yourself with the spirit of Christ, mm. um you live in your true identity yeah, and you're not chasing any, anything external. So let's wrap this up. One last question for fun. Um, For those who are really devoted in their faith journey um, and they're not already doing so, why would it be a good idea to get fit? So wait, for those who are in their faith, sorry, what was it? Yeah. If they wanted to develop their spiritual journey, mm. why would it be a good idea for them to get into fitness and get better shape, get fit? I think, I think they're both two different contrasts. So I think like spiritually, you know, you have to, I feel like work on your journey. Um, and then through that, I feel, I feel like physically, um, you're able to to put to put more um, to put more things out there, um, like achievements and that stuff that you would like um, through fitness. Um, they, 
yeah like everyone's journey i think is different spiritually and physically so i feel i feel like um they're both different things <laughs> to be honest with you um but i i'd advise anyone really to always try to live you know a healthy lifestyle um and through that um in their journey um you know they're they might they might encounter you know god through that you know they might encounter you know something you know that they never felt you know physically or spiritually right so and in that you know they they end up coming together right um and then through that it's it's basically you know they're on their own you know or with other people right so that's kind of how i <laughs> look at it <laughs> yeah jacob i'm sure you're gonna dwell upon that later and come up with some more answers but i can tell yeah. I, I i i stumped you on that one a little bit um, yeah, it's, it's, bit. it's okay <laughs> um so jacob you know this was this is really an honor and privilege to have you um speak again and I really look forward to the next one, which, you know, we will definitely have you again later down the road. It's been great um, hearing from you. And I'm sure the audience got, you know, a lot out of this and are really inspired. So um, if anyone wanted to, you know, stay in touch with you, how could they find you? Uh, like with my other one, I'm I'm always on um I'm not always, but I'm on Facebook and and my email. Like I don't have that much social media and that stuff. So I like to keep it, you know, minimal with social media. So, but yeah, I'm on Facebook and if they ever need to um get in touch, I'm on there. So and I'm sure most people don't know how to spell your name. Oh yeah, like Jacob and then C H I N Y A R A D Z O. Jacob Chinurazo. <laughs> yeah all right awesome. all right all right so uh yeah that is it for this episode so thanks everyone for listening thank you jacob for joining us and have an awesome weekend and develop your limitless mindset and a limitless potential so take care everybody god bless